Well, hello everyone and welcome to Gigi and the 561. Pam Barker, thanks for joining me at my podcast today. You may hear my my necklace jingle jangle. I'm very sorry about that, but I'm not taking it off. I hope you're having a good a good Thursday. It's the day I'm recording this. I don't know when you'll listen to it. Whenever that is, I hope it's a good day. They are not having fun in New York, um, the Northeast of this country is being affected by the fires in Canada. And if you've seen photos of Manhattan, of New York, uh, it's orange. It looks, it just looks orange. It looks like a filter over it, but it isn't. There is an air quality alert. And they said it would be like smoking you know, so many X, they, they have equated it to smoking cigarettes uh, per day. Uh, a very vile habit, by the way. But I'm hopeful that uh, things will get under control. I want to talk one more time about something from Ted Lasso. And I, I, I promise, kind of, but not really, this will be my last thing. I want to talk a little bit about the relationship between Rebecca and Keeley because I want to relate it to to real life. What do, the show did so many things, they tackle so many issues, and and it was done in such a way you didn't know what hit you until it hit you, which is really good. But the the relationship between Rebecca, the more mature, and Keeley the young up-and-comer with her PR agency, Rebecca, the established woman owner of the Greyhounds of of Richmond. Uh, they had an amazing relationship, a supportive relationship, even though they had career differences. They had uh, certainly the the economic issue <laughs> between them uh, and, and, and age. But yet yeah, throughout the show, they supported each other in this really fantastic way. And I ran across today one of these sayings, you know how I love my sayings, about when you see something, and this to me goes not, it, it really shouldn't be gender specific, but this particular one was about women. If you see something that you admire, whatever it may be, in another woman, let her know, speak up. Let her know. Support each other. We need to support each other instead of tearing each other down. There's so much online criticism. Uh, I saw a, a photo today, for example, of Jennifer, the beautiful Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, looking good in her casual white t-shirt. She was wearing brown corduroy pants with a cool belt. I did wonder about wearing corduroy in June. I don't like it, even when I lived in cold weather states. But, uh, it to me it isn't comfortable. But she looked good, and she and I appreciated that she had on these platform, these heels. She was wearing this casual outfit with these great, very high platform heels. I love that. I love to wear wedges, um, and and something with a little bit of a heel on it with my jeans and, and, and my capris and all of that. But of course, everyone pounced on, and to criticize Jennifer Lopez. And unfortunately, we don't just do it with celebrities. We do it 
all over the place in the workplace, um, gossipy things about this and that, and, and, and that's too bad because it's so much better when we, as as the world, support each other, gender aside. And they did that very, very beautifully between Keely and Rebecca on Ted Lasso. So if you haven't seen the show, watch it. Um, there's a there's a uh, there's conversation about how to manage humid hair. We have humid hair. I haven't not had humid hair in a long time, and I have I have an area under my sink that has every product known to man. It truly does. Expensive, not expensive. Every form, of sprays, creams. I mean, you name it. Trying to control humidity hair. So it was with great interest I saw a, a story how to how to manage. Uh, and again, this was came through my my newsfeed from Southern Living. <laughs> I will give them credit for this, or maybe I shouldn't. And so I I thought, oh good, I'm always open. I'm always looking. Just yesterday, I bought a brand new, a brand new brush. It's a it's a a, a round brush. It's giant with a hair dryer. It's the hair dryer brush thing. I bought a new one, and it is supposed to help control frizz. This particular brand, we'll see. So it was with great interest that I read this story. It it you know what it was clickbait because. Basically, what it said: Let your hair grow natural. Uh, go natural. Don't don't fight it. Just let it go. Well, um, yeah, we know that. All of us, we know that. It's the most useless, clickbaity kind of thing. But one thing I did see: didn't matter if your hair is frizzy or not, because the newest thing this summer, apparently, are these uh, these floats like you would use in a pool, but you don't need a pool which is, it's a float slash tanning lounge. Really pretty cool. They come in all different designs. You add water. It, it's like a, it, it, if you think of it, it's like a kiddie pool, rectangular in shape with a, a built-in wavy lounge chair with a pillow thing that you can, like. it's like being on a lounge chair. But it's a float. You can actually put it in a pool if you want to. No pool is required for this because you just fill it up with water. Or you add however much water you want. You get on it. You're cooled off by the water while you get a tan. Now, for me, I would put that thing under an umbrella because I <laughs> avoid the sun uh, as much as possible. They're really fun. The Or they look fun. Uh, the Float Tanning Lounge. And the prices are a little bit all over the place, $50 up to over $100, so depending on um, maybe quality. Uh, I don't. They all looked very, very similar uh, in, yeah, the designs were different, but looked similar in what you could do with them. So I think I'd go with the 50 and see how it went if I were to do that. Um yeah do you have a green thumb do you like to have live plants in your place 
I do, and I used to have them. The problem with that, well, there's a lot, actually. Someone once said in my presence, they, they hated artificial plants. They would never have them, and they, would say they were a condo owner. They would never have them in their, in their condo because they just could not, yeah, bring them on for me. Bring them on. They make absolutely beautiful artificial plants now. And a friend of mine, a designer, gave me a few tips on how to how to manipulate the leaves and so forth to to help them look more natural, as it were. So yeah, yeah, bring them on. But here's here's the thing: if you do love live plants, and I may try this, it's a little bit pricey, but it's a it's a plant that is shipped directly to your door it's called easy plant and that is because you take it out of the box and you do nothing but add water to a little reservoir and that's it it self waters there uh, there's a plethora of plants you can order and if you it's about once a month when you add water according to what I read now you can check, you can open up your little uh, reservoir and check it to see. But you never overwater your plants, you never underwater, they water themselves. I love that. Now, when you order, they send you information, instructions on pointers that you would need where you should put the plants in as far as lighting is concerned. And, you know, I'm thinking for $150 or so, uh, I may I may jump in there because they're good for you. They're good for the air, and and they're pretty. And if I couldn't kill it, I've had times in my life where I had great luck with indoor plants. These are all indoor plants I'm talking about. But then when you're when you're away and you have to be gone and this and that, that's when it gets dicey unless you have a, a plant service or a good friend. And I impose enough on a on a certain friend. He knows who he is. And I wouldn't. There's <laughs> no way I'd do that. Back in the day when we had, we live in a condo now. But when we had single family dwellings, uh, we've had several. And and that is why, when we look at the landscaping around our condominium building, we're critical because Gary has this incredible flair for outdoor landscaping design. And, and it is design. And it was stunningly beautiful, everything he did, courtyards that we had. So he he had the eye for the design and the green thumb outside. It was fantastic. He put pampas grass. Uh, one of our houses had an ingrown pool. And what he did, and that house also had a courtyard. And it was a large property with with a lot to landscape. And every single area was perfection. And if you have uh, sprinklers installed, that, that does help with, with it. Not to say it's still not work. It is work, all of that outside stuff. Anyway, uh, easy plant. Look it up if you have any desire at all to have a, an easy way to have a plant. I want to talk about a forbidden island where you can't go. Neither can I. I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. But I, I want to let you know, if you need a new vehicle, 
VW with a nod to the old classic VW van bus thing. Yeah, they've done it again for 2023. You may have seen it. It's cost around $50,000. It's electric. It's fully electric. But they have they have given homage to the classic van, whatever you want, bus, whatever you want to call it, the classic in design. I don't have any desire for that. I've never liked them. I've never... Uh, oh, no, they're they're not for me. But it's good that they're electric. I like that very much. They're not what from what I've read. They're not hybrid. They're strictly strictly uh, electric. Now, have you been to Hawaii? We have. You visit all the islands. You do all of the things you should do because it's a long way. And from where we are now, it is a really long way to get to Hawaii. But it's very beautiful. But this particular island is called, it, it, it's referred to as the Forbidden Island. Very small building, uh, building, uh, island, and no one is allowed to visit it. Uh, it's 70 square miles, and on a clear day from there, you can see Kauai. It is privately owned, and it has been privately owned, dating back to the 1800s, uh, I believe, when the first uh, woman purchased it. It's called, and I know I'm not going to say this correctly, but it's it. I'm just going to say it phonetically how I think it should be. Ni Hao. Ni Hao. It's N-I-H-A-U. Elizabeth Sinclair purchased it for $10,000, which is equivalent to not that much today, really, 190000 for this whole island from the kingdom of Hawaii. And the the when she passed away, it was passed to her descendants, and they still have it. They still own it, and they don't want you on it. Uh, now, for $400, you can take a helicopter ride. They will allow flights over the island to take a look at it. But there was a, a polio situation back in the 50s where you really couldn't get on the island um, without a doctor. It's, it has a, a really interesting history related to some things, an incident from World War II after the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Uh, all kinds of little interesting tidbits about the language they still speak there. Uh, you cannot, you cannot go on the island unless you're invited from the literally the Robinson family. I swear to you, that's their name. The Robinson family, Swift's family, Robinson in real life. They have to invite you. But fisher people can fish near the island, but they can't, they can't get off the their vessel and and really get on to the island. Um, I think it's kind of cool, really. The Now, the, the guy, one, there are two brothers that own it, the, the uh, Robinson brothers. Uh, one of them, the, I think the primary one, lives actually on Kauai, but he goes over to this private island every week. Uh, he was educated in uh, California. But they keep it, they hold it very closely, and they intend to keep it that way. I've never heard of this island, and 
I did not know it was out there. And according to what I read, many people don't know. It's a, it's a kind of a well-regarded secret. Uh, very, very, very few people are allowed to live there. So, there you go. A, a secret island out there in the middle of the Pacific. It's pretty incredible. I want to leave you today with something kind of simple. Um, it's from the Dalai Lama. I, I, you know, I went for the very best today because it's very simple. According to the Dalai Lama, happiness is not ready-made. It comes from your own actions. I believe that. I believe that. You, you get back exactly what you send out eventually. Your behavior, your attitude, all of it, it plays in. And it goes back to kind of what I started with about supporting people. Just being kind. Just being nice. Uh, not having an attitude. Uh, not being pretentious. Uh, just being real. Keep it real. I use that hashtag a lot on Instagram. Be present. Be present in the moment. Keep it real. Feet on the ground. One foot in front of the other. Because we're all walking around doing the best we can. But we're all the same in many, many ways. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. I really do. Be sure to look up Gary, spelled G-E-R-R-Y, but pronounced Gary. All Things Cruise, NorthPalmBeachLife.com, and Splash Magazine Worldwide. He's out there everywhere. These podcasts rest also on NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Be sure and check out our YouTube channel, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Gary puts tons of stuff out there. We don't really make you read too much, even on NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Lots of photos. You can just look at the photo. You can even make up your own stories. Hmm. Here's what I think they're doing. And you can caption them. Send them to us. Caption photos of us. Send them back with captions. Love that. Don't forget my books. They're on Amazon. They're they're really good for the summer because they're just fun, easy reads, Pamela Barker. I'm out there. And I appreciate you for being here with me today. I'm Pam Barker, Gigi in the 561. Stay with me.